Hello and welcome back. All you people out there navigating as best you can that wild, wide sea of humanity. I'm Sam, back with more on the art, science, and rude awakenings of going invisible. At this point, now more than three-quarters of the way through his guide, Doc portrays invisibility as a portable refuge we can take with us wherever we go. Invisibles are friendly with all religions. Our practices may have more in common with some traditions than with others, but there are no fundamental incompatibilities. We can all get along. In fact, much of invisibility finds reinforcement from the world's major religious traditions, and we have borrowed freely from many traditional practices to make good our escape. Our all-lies defense could be seen by those so inclined as a sort of prayer or spell to ward off demons or evil spirits, if not to repel the very devil himself. Our retreat from attention-getting and our non-participation correspond in many ways to the monastic life, except that we practice this in place without physical seclusion. It is in many ways a cloistered life we seek, only without the cloisters. We take inspiration from Muslim attire that conceals the identity of the wearer, at least the female wearer, a practice arousing much hostility among devotees of iconoculture and assertive individuality. How much easier it would be to blend and merge if everyone were covered head to foot in flowing hooded robes, again like cloistered monks. Of course, in a culture like ours that does not mandate such attire, and hopefully never will, hooded robes, burqas, and hijabs have quite the opposite effect and draw unwanted attention. We approximate this robe defect less conspicuously with our own camouflage attire. Invisibles get along just as well with atheists and agnostics. Those dismissive of souls and divine sparks are welcome to use other words for the experience, so long as they've been there and know whereof they speak. Some have no interest whatever in transcendent experience, but still benefit greatly from an econoculture breakout into invisibility. They are welcome as fellow travelers. We find the practice of invisibility to be a great advance over earlier methods of retreat or retirement from the world, a creative evolutionary response to the accelerating pace and omnipresence of econoculture. 
It does not require allegiance to a particular deity or body of doctrine. That's not its concern and none of its business. It is entirely experiential. Once a critical level of disaffection with a counterculture is reached, allowing for variations among individuals, invisibility becomes, for people of all faiths and unfaiths, a welcome escape from commodity culture. The main advantage is that retreat or retirement from the world through invisibility can be undertaken in place without physically abandoning the iconoculture realm. For the religiously inclined, it is a portable refuge for contemplative seclusion, a sort of cloister on demand. For seculars, it is a get-out-of-jail-free card drawn just in the nick of time. There is a school of thought among invisibles that our all-lives defense should apply to religious messages no less than to commercial and political white noise. This would preclude belief in any particular faith, even in the notion of faith itself. The idea is to cultivate a state of not knowing, refusing to abstract beyond actual experience. I've heard some adherents of this school of thought jokingly, I think, refer to themselves as Impressionist Invisibles after the artists who insisted on painting with the eye and what it actually saw rather than with the mind and what it thought it knew to be there. I see this as another case of giving econoculture's image makers their due and admitting that as ordinary everyday people we can no longer distinguish what may be true from their prolific lies. Not knowing is a radical extension of our all-lies defense. This cultivation of not knowing and therefore not judging is again a level of practice beyond my present capacity. I'll say no more of it here, says Doc, to avoid making a fool of myself. Next up, Doc enlarges on earlier references to the soul-searching that invisibility requires of its practitioners. For more on Going Invisible, visit howtogoinvisible.com. All one word, no spaces. <laughs>